Welcome to Your Gay Cousins. The podcast whose moon is in Taurus, but whose sun is in Uranus. We are Your Gay Cousins, Michael. And Esteban bringing you an uncensored half hour of chisme, pop culture commentary, and stories that would make our moms cry in Spanglish. In today's episode, we hire hot movers to carry Esteban's package, translate the truth behind shady Mexican compliments, get down to earth with Zac Efron, and say goodbye to TikTok. Everybody knows gay cousins are the best cousins, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Gay Cousins to become an official gay cousin. Hi, Stevan. Hi, Michael. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. Good. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to this family meeting. <laughs> We've got shit to talk about. <laughs> Uh, how has your week been? It has been crazy. Perhaps the craziest mm-hmm. week of my life in quite some time. Um, I don't know if I sound echoey or not. I have moved. I have officially moved. Um, <laughs> she's no longer a valley girl. She's no longer a valley girl, but she's still... <laughs> you know, I'm not going to finish that. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start being more mindful about the things that I say. There you go. There and you by go. more mindful, I mean at least thinking a little bit about what I'm saying. <laughs> Somewhat mindful. Um, yeah. You moved to downtown LA. I have moved to DTLA, um, wow. and I am so excited. Uh, you know, I, it's like where we wanted to be, yes. but Wednesday is when we moved in a week ago almost, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was the longest day of my life because Michael didn't come help move. Oh, <laughs> and- my God. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, and it was basically John and I packing up our entire space, yeah. uh, like seven in the morning, six in the morning, yeah. packing it all up, driving it down, unpacking it all. Just the two, just the two, <laughs> we don't have the rights, just the two of us. And it went on forever. I was hungry. Yeah. I was yeah. dirty. I was sweaty. <laughs> and then you moved. Which, yeah. And then. <laughs> Moving is terrible. It's really it, tough. Honestly, I haven't done it in 10 years and I thought never again. But of course, I have yeah. these bougie cousins that uh, they're not, they're not, you know, blood relatives, but they are my cousins. Uh-huh. Um, Bianca listens to the show and she's like, well, why don't you just hire movers? And I was like, girl, <laughs> who's got the budget? Who's got the budget? <laughs> but uh, I love them because they, they, they see me for my bougie Mexicanness, yeah. and uh, that's important. <laughs> okay okay um, you, so yeah, have I, you, I had a vision of my you know you you know who i want to fight about i want to fight the whoever oh. the first film writer that wrote that montage movie sequence uh-huh. in a film where like people are moving and they've got little sh- shorts on jean shorts and uh-huh. little tanks and you know people are moving and it's music and they're just like pointing oh that box goes over there that, <laughs> and they're just laughing and it's like it's great somebody makes lemonade crystal light i don't uh-huh. fucking know uh-huh. and suddenly by the end of a, a three and a half minute song it's moved. the lamparas are moved everything's <laughs> like ready to who that's not real who no. did that that's what i was expecting and instead it was me being you know nearly fight you know the new challenge should be you know that vogue <laughs> challenge on tiktok i've got a new challenge for you move with your significant other during a pandemic and try not to break up challenge that's what it was <laughs> oh my gosh I, for me moving is like I don't know about you. I saw the image of your truck and it looked fairly like fairly organized. But like when you see moving on TV, everything, everything goes in a box. And that's never been me. 
That's never yeah. been me. Don't put Michael in a box. <laughs> stuff will go in a laundry basket. Stuff will go in a trash can. You just move the trash can with all the stuff in it. Like, it's not... It not, not everything needs to go in a box, but maybe that's just me being, like, not doing it right. Yeah, well, I think that's you being brown, girl. John's white, <laughs> right. and he, was, he, got, he got that good hookup from Home Depot from his friend. <laughs> oh, right. She said, do you need more boxes? We said, yes, we do. And suddenly oh I was like, okay, that pencil goes in that box. Close it up. Uh, <laughs> that ruler goes in that box. Close it up. One's a tool. The other is a writing device. <laughs> 600 boxes later 600 boxes later uh it just it i I kept expecting like hot hot movers hot Mm -hmm. hot movers and shakers um to come and pack (laughs) us up and it was me girl i was hot and i had to move that's what that's what i ended up you got to be specific about what you request with the universe (laughs) i said god send me hot movers and he said say no more bitch you're gonna move (laughs) and it's gonna be hot there you go Benneco, be specific you, next time. You, you got what you wanted. <laughs> well, you you did it. You're moved. You showed me the it. place. I it's amazing. Yeah, I, all that to complain uh, just means I'm really grateful. <laughs> <laughs> that is the moral of our story. That's yes. the moral of the story. Although, if I can offer, if we have any cousins that are moving, mm-hmm. um, specifically our Latinx cousins, yes. if I can offer you translations for what our Latino families mean, um, when you tell them, there's just certain phrases that I think come across as um, hateful, and okay. really they're compliments. <laughs> okay. So, like, if your mom says to you, "Pues, mijo, it's going to be very expensive to heat. I mean, to cool." Mm. What she means to say is, "How spacious." <laughs> <laughs> you're not you know, wrong. You're if not your tia says to you, "Wow, so." People can just look in at your building. <laughs> what she means to say is, what a beautiful view. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're actually, that's actually really good. Yeah. You know, it's, it is a loft, so there's not a lot of, uh, of, uh, of walls, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, if, you know, if your tia says to you, <laughs> so it's just one open room. Uh-huh. What she means to say is, open concept living. Wow. It's a trend. <laughs> I just want to wanna pass that. Yeah, yeah, I just want to pass that out. Um, That's hilarious. And save you the trauma that it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, uh, I don't know why Latinos amazing. don't know how to just give a compliment. It's always that we've talked about this before. A backhanded yeah. compliment. I, what does a front-handed compliment even look like? It. It. I don't. I don't know when that ever happens. I really don't know. But, I don't know. you know, this is what we dealt with. This is, how we are. <laughs> this is why we are the way we are. This is why we are the way we are. <laughs> we we got to see it when we FaceTimed on Friday after you had moved and finally settled in. And it's a great apartment. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I can't wait yes. to have you over uh, yes. when it is safe to do so. Correct. Yes. Whenever that will be. Who knows? I don't know, girl. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to you about... Uh, I watched uh, the Walter Mercado documentary last night. Oh, my goodness. I haven't seen. I am dying to watch. Yes. You know, we've talked about our Theo Walter Mercado rest in peace for many an episode. Tell me everything. His story is so interesting. And he is he's such an interesting figure because he's androgynous and he's very flamboyantly a flamboyant person. I won't put a label beyond that on him, but just the way he exists in the world he exists and the the life he's created for himself, but also the drama in his life of like 
bad business decisions. Oh, girl, you can't have that much velvet in your life and not have a little drama, girl. (laughs) Velvet is the fabric of drama. Let me tell you that right here now. Officially. Officially. (laughs) I can't wait to watch. Is it an hour? I mean, an hour and a half or two hours? It's an hour and a half. Um, I just want more. I feel like whenever those things happen, I just want to get into it. I know. They, They do a good job. They tell his backstory and, like, really right up until, like, they were filming with him almost up to his death, which was kind of crazy. Oh, wow. um, it was almost, it, it just felt very poetic. It felt like, you know, he got to tell his story and then, you know, that's it. Well, everything um, happens for a reason. Yeah. So I encourage everyone to check it out. It's called Mucho Mucho Amor. Um, and also how crazy that that just came out and then Alexis Mateo on yeah. Drag Race uh, did him for the Snatch Game of Love. It's so crazy. I know. The timing of it is The timing wild. of it. Yeah. He said, oh, you want a celestial uh, uh, <laughs> signifier? You want a, a sign? Signifier. Yeah. Who the fuck am I? Signifier. <laughs> I, move in, well, I move into one loft one time and suddenly I'm a, I got a signifier. He, um, th- there is a, a bit in it where um, they talk about how, like, still today, millennials know who he is and, like, adore him and because he's just a character and like i feel like millennials and people our age like really love icons in that way yes he is iconic he is legendary like he is he i mean i know that a lot of maybe if you aren't latinx or you know well even our 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 friend sarah our cousin sarah who listens to the show she's Mm -hmm. aware her her daughter's actually in the documentary i haven't seen it so i don't know in what ways but i guess somehow she's there people watch it maybe are there people that watch it or watch him or give reactions, interviews? I don't know. There's they, uh, they go to an exhibit where they chronicle his life, but that's in Miami. Is that? Or maybe I don't possible? know. She's very yeah. international, and we've talked about him before in the fact that like this flamboyant figure was a part of of so many Hispanic Latinx families' lives every day, and like in yes. their living room, a big part of what they watched every day, and like. The juxtaposition of cons- of traditionally conservative Latinx folks and this flamboyant man, like yeah, I'm like just... you have my Catholic ass and I watching. <laughs> Mijo, hey, stop playing with that doll. We gotta watch Walter Mercado, <laughs> and he's like swigging that exactly. robe around. He's like, oh, uh, pay attention, Taurus. Exactly. That's my mom, girl. <laughs> she needs to pay attention. Uh, it's it's wild yeah. how how that has existed, but beautiful. I love it. I love yeah. that that's a part of our culture and our history, and I can't wait to get to know his story yes. more. Speaking of astrology and all that, it was just interesting because um, a couple weeks ago, a friend of mine was like, "You should get these apps, Pattern and CoStar. Have you heard of these?" Not those apps, no. Okay. Yeah, I, I have heard of those. <laughs> <laughs> and it just was interesting because I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not into this stuff. But this stuff. stuff. <laughs> you and woke up he, and pulled out that lumpy <laughs> blue sweater, blue Cancerian sweater, airy sweater. <laughs> and okay. but but I downloaded the apps and I put my information in because like I I guess a lot of people don't know like when they were born and all that stuff. That's like, I, that's why I don't have those apps is I don't know when I was born. You have no clue. Well, I keep asking my mom and she keeps telling me and then I always forget. I gotta write it down, girl. <laughs> you gotta write it. So down, what yes. are you a morning or are you a nighttime baby? I was born at six thirty three a.m. Six thirty three a.m. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Oh, early. Early. I always wonder whether, like, if you were born early or at night, if that has any effect on, like, if you're a morning or a night person. I think so, because if I, if I recall correctly, I think I was born early in the morning, and I'm not an early morning kind of bitch. Yeah, me neither. 
That's interesting. I have to. I have to. I have to call my mom and ask her again. <laughs> because, okay. like, theoretically, it's like the idea of your birth time setting your internal clock is really interesting to me. But I'm also Google like science girl. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like after thirty for me, thirty three years, like this clock's probably reset. Batteries got changed. <laughs> the you clock know? is broken. <laughs> the clockwork is. Off. Brown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, are you finding yourself more into these apps, like more into astrology since downloading them? Well, I just think it's interesting the idea of it. Like, I'm not someone who's like, oh, this means this, and it's like so so right on, because I the, just the idea, basic idea of astrology of like you're an Aries, so all Aries are this way. To me, doesn't really make sense because it's like how does everyone who have a has a birthday within a specific window? How are they all the same? But I do get the nuance of like these are some of the tendencies and you can kind of fall into some and others but then when it comes to like your birth time and where you the were specificity born, of it mm-hmm. uh-huh. then those you really things, get into the those things i can see and like i was re- just been reading different things and, and it's kind of nice because it'll give you like uh push notifications of different things of the reminders or whatever and i do kind of like that because it's a it's a weird personalized way to be like stopping a dumb bitch or this is your time. Bitch, Embrace I text me. you that every day. <laughs> you don't seem to appreciate me that much. Well, look, uh, I don't trust your opinion. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> um, I have your number blocked. So. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just something interesting that like I've been dabbling into. But do I know a have, lot of people. Do you like pattern or what's the other one? Pattern or co-star? Co-star. Do you have a preference? Like, if I'm only going to get one app, which one do I do? I, I don't know yet. I've, I've been playing more with CoStar, um, but I think Pattern is a little bit more in-depth. So, I don't know. Well, you know I love in-depth. So. <laughs> we, we love depth. Um, so, I would say if you're interested, check both of those out. But, yeah, um, it's just interesting the timing of it all. Like, astrology in my life right now has been interesting. Well, is it telling you something? Is it telling you something that you... Well, yeah, you have Walter Mercado and you have, you know, yeah. CoStar and... Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Pattern girl. Pattern. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's. It, I think these things kind of just tell you, you. They tell you something, and you interpret it in a way that works for you. Whether it's like be more creative, or you're having trouble with this, and that's okay. It's just like a little reminder of like, it's all good. You'll be fine. Well, that like, sounds. I need that. That sounds yeah, very. That nice. sounds very what I'm in the need of right now. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness! Well, mm-hmm. I I saw it, uh, a TikTok, and I don't know if I said it to you, but I lost my ass when there was this little man, and he had a caption that says, "When you're Mexican and you grew up thinking his name was Arturito, like, <laughs> like little Arturo." Yes, Arturito. and he said, "And not R two D two, bitch!" <laughs> I screamed. My thing with that that's related to like growing up Latino is like when they say may the force be with you and then you respond and also with you (laughs) (laughs) that is such a specifically catholic uh, mexican i mean i I guess all catholics do that i guess all catholics do that yeah in church the priests will say may the peace be with you peace be with you and then you're supposed to respond and also with you you. yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just think that's so funny oh my god so good that is incredible may the force be with you what do you think of TikTok maybe going away in the U.S.? I think it's personal. It's directed at me. <laughs> the right, amount right. of time <laughs> that I'm like, well, 
I guess I'll just get on TikTok for like, you know, it, it, you, I feel like when I have to tell myself, okay, five more swipes and then you have to get out of the app, uh-huh. that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. <laughs> and so God said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get rid of an entire global <laughs> app so that you can do your homework. Bitch. I mean, I don't know. I think TikTok came in at the perfect time because it was just like um, the world needed something that was pure stupidity and like mindlessness Truly. and it's yeah. just like it's great for that my cousin sarah she said she sent me a, a, a meme that says hey do you want to be spied on and have your personal information viewed and they're like no absolutely not you can learn stupid dances i'm in do you know what i mean absolutely yes my thing with all of this is like and maybe this is me being really dumb surprise go on um, <laughs> but like I've never been someone who's like, oh, my God, I, I can't have people look at my phone data or like I don't have any. Not that I don't have anything to hide, but like everyone ha- knows everything already. Like, what is there to be so protective of? Besides, yeah, le- you're like, like leak your own nudes, girl, like leak your own nudes. <laughs> I've Here's been the thing it for years. Jada Pinkett Smith and Will yeah. Smith have taught me a very invaluable lesson is that can't nobody shame you. Yeah. About things. You are not. Sh- you don't feel shame about that. Yes. There was much more eloquent in my head. <laughs> let me try that. Let me try that again. If there's one thing that, <laughs> no, it's like, true. If you don't feel, if you don't feel shameful about it, can't nobody make you feel that way? But it, but beyond that, yes, I absolutely agree with that. But beyond that, I feel like our data is already been out there. Like yeah, it's out so, there. The, the real truth that they don't want you to know is they already know. Right, they exactly. They already know. It's like that thing where your your mom just pretends like she doesn't know that you've been Googling gay.com. <laughs> like she knows, yes. but she's going to let you continue pretending like you have to go do Microsoft Paint for eight hours a day. <laughs> you feel me? And so she's going to just leave leave that, you know. Like that's she's going to leave too, that there. That's too real. <laughs> yes. Todavía estás pintando, mijito. Yeah, mom, I'm making another painting and it's... It's good. <laughs> Why am I like this? I started this episode off saying I was going to be more mindful. And I've lost the little bit of mind I had left. That's hilarious. I love it so much. Um, Speaking of TikTok. So I texted you. I watched the finale of Legendary last night. Yes. But no, but it's not the finale. There's Did the finale no. air and I just didn't see it? Yeah, the finale's out. Oh, I I thought there was only one episode. Okay, so I have the finale left to go. Okay, tell me. Yes. So, um, Megan the Stallion performs. Oh, ooh. Yeah, and she, so she performs Savage, and I was like, oh, I've never heard this full song because I've only heard it on TikTok, and I was like, you've never heard the whole heard the I whole know, thing. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I was like, oh, this is amazing, and she's amazing. So I encourage everyone. I honestly. If you only watch one thing, watch the finale of Legendary, and oh. you'll get hooked. And you can go back and watch the rest of it, but, like, it was so good. So it, good. It is really, really great. Uh, it, they got renewed for a second season by HBO yes. Max, which is really yes. exciting. I was mm-hmm. really, really hopeful that they would uh, see the the insane value and talent in it. It's such a fun time. It really is. Um I just, I, there's so many interesting stories and interesting people in the ballroom scene in general. We knew this. We've, we've known yeah. this for a long time. But to see that it's still thriving and like still like 
creating family and community and it's, it's like, really very much the family for me like it yes. is very much that because queer people we know you know especially queer people of color um black indigenous people of color mm-hmm. we know that a lot of times you have to make your own family in different yes. ways and mm-hmm. and i don't really feel like anyone really does it the way that queer people do like it's so evident even just in the structure of houses in the ballroom community like it to see the support and to see the struggle and to know that you can you can get that love and support in other ways is important for young people to watch who don't feel like they have that love and support from their immediate family they need a model and uh, and uh, a representation of what is possible for them from people who maybe are not biologically related to them do you know what i mean yeah totally i think that it's really interesting how queer folks um create that model and like and live by it because out of necessity really but i think that sometimes straight folks don't really understand that because they don't in a weird backwards way they don't have that privilege uh the way i see it of um realizing that you could yeah it's freedom yeah 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 it's a a friend of mine tweeted today that she said uh being an adult is growing up and realizing that most of your family is mentally unwell and you're like Mm. yeah like Mm. i think a lot of straight people don't realize just because someone is biologically related to you does not mean you have to keep them in your life you can find other people who will love you and see you and hold you and who will text you stopping a dumb bitch you know (laughs) and that is why michael is absolutely the the gale to my oprah I'll take it. <laughs> what did you write? You wrote something. You're like, Gail oh, to my Oprah. yes, I got some good news. And Michael, <laughs> Michael posted it to his story, which I thought was very kind and very supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said <laughs> that Michael is the, the Gale to my Oprah, the Trixie to my Katya <laughs> and the cease to my desist. <laughs> I love that. Previously, so before I had written that, I, yeah. before, I you know, cause In sometimes I like draft. to workshop <laughs> well, the first draft is that, and the, the N to my entanglement. Oh, <laughs> very, very timely. <laughs> very topical, very but I didn't know if enough people were going to get it. So then I, wa- I, I had yes. an alt to that, uh-huh, which was uh-huh. the red table to my Jada. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh-huh. You know, and then I thought, well, let's yeah. just keep it shorter. Shorter <laughs> is better. Always. Always. I, that, that whole thing, which you touched on earlier, of Jada and Will acknowledging this bump in their relationship from like four years ago, right? I, I haven't seen the episode, I, but I, I do believe it is from a while ago where yeah. they decided to, um, they talked on Andrea's show, Red Table Talk, uh, which is a chat show. Um, and look at me in British, a chat show. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Uh, on, the, on the telly. On the telly. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Am I brown? Am I, am I, am I British? You're everything. The world we may never know. Um, <laughs> Where they talked about a time wait, where they wait, essentially wait. are there brown British folks? There must yes, be. Yes, girl. Where? All over. Did I, you? I, I Michaela Cole. One. Oh, okay. Okay, yes. fine. fine. There's fine, an fine, entire yeah. Cho Chang from Hogwarts, bitch. She she's was, brown. She's Asian. Well, okay, that's not what I'm saying. You I'm mean saying Latinos? Latinos? Latinx folks who move there start families there grow i don't know but cousin gary who lives in the uk hey girl i know you listed it let us know do you know any mexican british folks i don't know i struggled to find mexican food when i was in london i said is there a fucking taco can a bitch get (laughs) can a bitch get a taco (laughs) 
Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go uh, on. That's okay. It's, it's, it's important to know. <laughs> we need to know. Because yeah. when we go and do our, our live tour. International, yep. Internationally, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know, do we come to London? Yeah. London I boy? Do. I think we London do. London Bridge. <laughs> London Fog. Your favorite. Yeah. And, London uh, Fog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, they talked about a time where they had separated. Um, yes. And Jada had what she called an entanglement with mm-hmm. a man named August. I think he is a rapper. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> will basically called her out for trying to like package her affair, relationship. Not right. an affair, a relationship yeah. with this boy. Uh, as an entanglement. Yes. But it was very open. Like, for you to go out there and talk about things yourself, I think because it was going around on Twitter photos of the, of the of Jada and August together is yeah. why it was necessary and timely to talk about. Um, but to just go out there and say, hey, this is my life. And then suddenly you, like, if you call yourself that thing first, then it doesn't really have the same impact when somebody right. else does. Yeah, I just thought it was so interesting that, like, this came up. We just have time right now. Like, people are digging up things and, like, forcing other, us to talk about it. But, I mean, I guess why not? Like, let's just get it out there. And it got them to have a new episode of their show, which is Absolutely, great. Absolutely, which is great. So, why not? Yeah, I think I think that's the thing that's missing for a lot of straight people. And I think would make straight bars better is if the people, the straight people started to realize there are other ways to do things. Non, <laughs> non-shameful, prude, heteronormative. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we gotta let we gotta let go of of the plaids, guys. We gotta <laughs> we gotta give plaid back to. If velvet Ooh. is the is is the oh, fabric of no. drama, plaid is the fabric of. You know, I'm not gonna finish that. <laughs> yeah, you're about to get canceled <laughs> again. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that going back to your prude comment, I think that there's a freedom that LGBT folks have um, when it comes to sexuality. And, you know, it can be turned into a stereotype that, you know, for sure gay people are hoes. But there's that freedom and openness that I feel like shocks a lot of straight folks or yeah, because they've been conditioned. Folks. We've all been conditioned to feel shame about it. It's the entire Correct. reason they came. They were like, we're not we're tired of the crazy antics of England, we're going to set sail and go start a much more clothed, like no ankles showing kind of country (laughs) bitch. Right, 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 right. Uh, And then a terror, a series of very terrible events happened. And here we are. (laughs) American history. American history. (laughs) Speaking of that, did you, have you, are you interested at all in Hamilton? I am interested in Hamilton in that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote it. Uh Um, I haven't seen it. Uh, and I don't have Disney Plus, so I gotta find a way. Okay. Well, I I became obsessed with it <clears throat> just listening to the soundtrack because I was like, I don't. Who knows when I'm gonna see it? And the crazy thing is, I was supposed to see it on March 15th, and then this the year? world exploded. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, um, but I had listened to the soundtrack for years, and so then it came out on Disney Plus over July 4th weekend, and I watched it, and it's amazing. It was just so good. It's such a Power, a lot of powerhouse performances, such a diverse cast. They, I, I, you know me, like I love history and I love politics, so it's very yeah, that. Yeah, I did see it like a little bit of sort of maybe not backlash, but like a question that people were having on Twitter yeah. in 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 reference to the show. Yeah, wondering does it make heroes out of problematic? political yeah. i mean historical figures yeah. does it sort of glamorize 
them as characters and sort of uh, erase some of their more problematic choices. I, think I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to it. Yeah, I think I think personally it does because it, it it paints Hamilton as this you know he's this really smart guy who in the show he's against he speaks against slavery, but in actuality he had complicated problematic ties to slavery, mm. and so I get that. But it's like you also have to, to have to acknowledge that our country was founded by folks who just were not the best people and like just because they did great things in terms of starting a country doesn't mean they were great people if that makes sense right right so you have to acknowledge you kind of have to just take it all with a grain of salt and be like this is a fun version of history and take that for what it is but also acknowledge like you know well he should put out a pamphlet of like hey this is the music (laughs) that i wrote because i couldn't really find anything to rhyme with racism i I haven't seen the show i don't know (laughs) but put out like a truth pamphlet you know right 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 right. of like hey this is this is what i wrote but this is what you should know you know there should be some sort of because i don't you know you got to be aware of what's going on absolutely i i've been reading the uh biography that inspired uh, lin-manuel to write the show and that gives you i mean it's huge and really long but it, it it uh gives you the backstory of like hamilton and how he was not you know the picture perfect none of the founding fathers were and that's why we're in the situation we're in right now to be yeah, honest truly so. truly well speaking yeah. of uh huge and really long uh <laughs> we had a cousin text us uh dm us that could we talk about zach efron and oh, yes. his new is it netflix netflix uh-huh. netflix show down to earth and yes. i have to be honest i have not seen the show but i have seen the stills <laughs> and uh i i am i am down to earth I'm down to Venus. I'm down to like what Zach? What you? So, for people that don't know, Zach looks like super beefy and like bearded and like he's hot. <laughs> the the like the reluctance on your half on your behalf to give that compliment. He looks extremely muscular. He's got a chiseled jawline. His pecs are amp- ample. Ample. <laughs> He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm not. I don't I tend know. to feature. I know. I know. <laughs> um, he. I, I, what does he do? What is the show about? Do you know? It's based. I saw the trailer yesterday. It's basically a travel show where he goes around the world and finds like new ways. Because because I guess a lot of our farming and our food and things like that obviously isn't the best and isn't super sustainable and all these things so he goes around with experts and like finds more natural ways to eat or more natural ways to heal or whatever and and so it's but basically it's him half naked doing i was gonna say okay so things. what uh, i just i haven't seen the show but i just picture him <laughs> walking into like this you know beautiful old lady's house in the rainforest uh-huh. and she's like so this is how we for 500 years have cured our family and he's like oh let me take off my shirt really quick. <laughs> like, well, how did, why is your shirt off, Zach? I know, I know, but he does these like all natural treatments where he does have to get naked and, and stuff. I guess. Well, God bless him. My thea was like, we have this tradition where you're gonna have to be naked, but you're gonna feel better. He, he's like, say no more, girl. Say no more. My thea knew what she was doing. She said, yeah, mijito. Um, yeah, you know. Great. <laughs> You're not gonna, Michael's <laughs> not going to watch it. It's okay. There's a lot to watch. You don't have to watch everything. Yes. Yes. 
Um, before we ha- we go, I wanted to remind everyone that we still have our proud shirt um, on yourgaycousins.com slash shop. Uh, portion of the proceeds will be going to the Trevor Project. It's super cute. You got you just got one, right? I you just got yours. mine. Yes, I'm about to do a whole ass photo shoot. Get nice. ready. Yes. Um, so we can, you know. Meet you at the skating rink. <laughs> <laughs> Meet you at the skating rink. Come on, Michael. If that skating rink was open, you know I'm dragging your ass there. But they're not. Yes. They're not. So yeah. I'm going to have to TikTok roller skate in my own house. <laughs> well, you have the space now. You're, you're good. <laughs> I do have the space. Oh I got to get elbow pads. Um, <laughs> you already have the knee pads. <laughs> I gotta go. See, Michael, you need to be more mindful about the things that you oh, say. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yes, please go on over, check those out, grab one, do look cute, do good. We're excited. Um, yes. We're excited. I'm I'm ready to write that check. I've never been more excited to give away money. Yeah. Like, here we go. Look at what our <laughs> dysfunctional ass family contributed. Exactly. Uh, be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five star review. We have some new reviews. Maybe we'll uh, we'll oh. read them next week. So go leave okay. one now, and then we'll read yours next week. <laughs> um, we have some really good ones, and so cool. we'll include those next week. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Gay Cousins, and we will see you next week. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.